0: A pleasant morning and welcome to episode 458 of my daily devotion. This morning I'm reading Matthew chapter 21, changing up the versions. um, This morning is coming from the NIV. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent out two disciples saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, say, say that the Lord needs them, and he will send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to daughter Zion, See, your king comes to you gentle and riding on a donkey and on a colt, the fall of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and placed their cloaks on them for Jesus to sit on. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of them, and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city would stare and ask, Who is this? The crowds answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Jesus entered the temple courts and drove out all who were buying and selling there he overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves. It is written, he said to them, My house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. The blind and the lame came to him at the temple, and he healed them. But when the chief priests and the teachers of the law saw the wonderful things he did, and the children shouting in the temple courts, Hosanna to the son of David, They were indignant. Do you hear what these children are saying? They asked him. Yes, Jesus replied. Have you never read from the lips of children and infants, you Lord have called forth your praise? And he left them and went out of the city to Bethany, where he spent the night. Early in the morning, as Jesus was on his way back to the city, he was hungry. Seeing a fig tree by the road, he went up to it, but found nothing on it except leaves. Then he said to it, May you never bear fruit again. Immediately the tree withered. When the disciples saw this, they were amazed. How did the fig tree wither so quickly, they asked? Jesus replied, Truly I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to the fig tree, but also you can say to this mountain, Go throw yourself into the sea and it will be done. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Jesus entered the temple courts, and while he was teaching, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him. By what authority are you doing these things, they asked, and who gave you this authority? Jesus replied, I will also ask you one question. If you answer me, I will tell you by what authority I am doing these things. John's baptism, where did it come from? Was it from heaven or of human origin? They discussed it among themselves and said, If we say from heaven, you will ask, then why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin, we are afraid of the people, for they all hold that John was a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We don't know. Then he said, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. What do you think? There was a man who had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go and work today in the vineyard. I will not, he answered. But later he changed his mind and went. Then the father went to the other son and said the same thing. He answered, I will, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did what his father wanted? The first, they answered. Jesus said to them, Truly, I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you to show you the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him, but the tax collectors and the prostitutes did. Even after you saw this, you did not repent and believe him. Listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard. He put a wall around it dug a winepress in it, and built a watchtower. Then he rented the vineyard to some farmers and moved to another place. When the harvest time approached, he sent his servants to the tenants to collect his fruit. The tenants seized the servants, they beat him, killed another, and stoned a third. Then he sent out, then he sent other servants to them, more than the first time, and the tenants treated them the same way. Last of all, He sent his son to them. They will respect my son, he said. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to each other, This is the heir. Come, let's kill him and take his inheritance. So they took him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to these tenants? He will bring those wretched wretches to a wretched end, they replied. And he will rent the vineyard to other tenants, who will give him his share of the crop at harvest time. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures, The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone? The Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore, I tell you that the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people who will produce its fruits. Anyone who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces. Anyone on whom it falls will be crushed. When the chief priests and the Pharisees Pharisees heard Jesus' parable, they knew he was talking about them. They looked for a way to arrest him, but they were afraid of the crowd because the people held that he was a prophet. The word of the Lord Thanks be to God. This again, this chapter is full of so many parables, so many parables of Jesus. And we know that Jesus spoke in parables, telling stories, because from the beginning of time, we saw the importance of stories and how stories connect. And that is why even as a motivational speaker, one of the most effective tools that I've used and and, and to see change, and, and reaction in, in people when I speak with them is is the fact that I use stories because stories have the power to connect, to transform, to cause people to reflect and to do some kind of a change behavior, to perform some kind of a behavior change. So stories are critical. And let me tell you which one of the stories I want to share today the parable of the two sons. Right? Then there was one one of them who when when they were, you know, asked to work says, I will not. But then he changed his mind and he went. The other who committed to do but did not do. Right? And this shows me that there are times in life when we would have made mistakes, we wouldn't have made given the correct answer we wouldn't have done the right thing initially, <clears throat> excuse me but then we we catch up on ourselves and recognize that we made a mistake and we make amends because life is like that, we all make mistakes, we all go down and go off the beaten path make wrong choices, make wrong decisions but the beauty is that we have the ability to reflect on what we've done and to make amends and to make changes, now the other son made a commitment that he will do the work. But when the appointed time came, he didn't do it. And, and, and that too is a worse position than to have committed to something. You know, when, you're, when you have committed to something and not do it, it's a bad place to be. And so this son made the commitment as the story indicates, but did not honor his commitment. And so we see the importance of honoring commitment once we've made a commitment to honor it. Right? Father God, thank you for your word once more. Thank you, Lord, for the ability to reflect and to make change according to your will. Thank you, Lord, that you have given us the power of choice. And so we can choose to do wrong. We can choose to do right. But at the end of the day, you have given us that option so that we will make the right choice that we'll make a choice that is in alignment to your will and to your way. I pray, God, that we'll be convicted by the Holy Spirit where we are going wrong and we'll be empowered similarly by the Holy Spirit to make right choices and continue to make the right ones where we have been making them. So, God, have your way. May you find us faithful in all that we do, in all that we say, in Jesus' name. Amen. And I thank you, God, for your word. this has been my daily devotion. I'm Henika Watkis Porto. Catch me at Henikawatkisporto.com for all other things that I'm involved with. See you soon.